It's the end of the year, and we're here to celebrate. Today, we're going to take a look back at 2021, talk about our favorite episodes, games, and so on and so forth for the year, and then take a look forward at what's in store for us and for you in 2022. It's a short one, but it's great. So put on those party hats and let's count down to a new year on today's trip down memory card lane. Good afternoon and good evening. I hope these words find you happy, healthy, and well. Hello and welcome to the 70th episode of our Video Game Nostalgia podcast, A Trip Down Memory Card Lane. Each week we take a look back at one title relevant to the current week in gaming history and we talk about it. While doing so, we hope to teach you something new about the game, what it took from the world as its inspiration, and what it gave back to the world and its legacy. There is no game today, however. Because it is, I know, shocking. There is no game. I am a failure. No, I'm just kidding. So for the last week of every year, we look back in retrospect to all the games we've talked about, all the games that we've played, and we look ahead to the following year. So this is our 2021 year in review. I'm David Casson, and as always, joining me is my co-host, who sticks by my side day in and day out, my brother, Rob Casson. Rob, do you regret it yet? Since day one, Dave. <laughs> hey, let's be honest. It's at the very least some very good time for you to get some RuneScape in every week. Damn straight what? it, Dave. Like it's your dedicated RuneScape time. Hey, you got to have some time set aside for the grind or else you'll never get it done. <laughs> uh so other than runescape what have you been playing this week uh this week's been some rocket league uh, a bit of escape from tarkov and that's really about it yeah how's the old tarky doing this week i've definitely not been playing as much as my friends have uh but it was a rough week for me uh I don't think I had a good raid until the very last one I did. It was a it do be like that sometimes. It sure do be, Dave. But you know what? It's okay. We move on. It's just a game, right? It's just yeah, a game. Totally. Absolutely. Just just a game, boys. What about you? What have you been playing? I, I think we played Rocket League together. I think. I can't remember. Mm, no, eh, I think so. No, maybe it was Nick and I that played then. Um, I got the start of my Forza Weeklies. I played through, I'd say, three quarters of a little uh, game called The Ascent, which is like a cyberpunk twin stick shooter type RPG, RPG game. Hmm. Uh, and I got a Christmas present. My childhood best friend and I, the weird one, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. He knows who I'm talking about, too love the fact that we're weird together uh he, he we try to find or at least he tries to find he's better at it than i am he tries to find me a weird video game every year uh and something i maybe haven't heard of that would like or it's just totally bizarre not crappy but but different right 
Mm-hmm. So he bought me a game this year that was f- flying under my radar called Inscription. And the it's hard to talk too much about it without giving it away because it's a mystery type game. Uh... But to to sum it up, it is a deck building game that is also like a mix with a it's a mix with a deck building game an escape room and a puzzle game like there's elements of all three in there um and it's 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 got a gothic horror theme uh it's cool because like some of your cards talk to you for instance to to push the story along which is really creepy is this Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, dude it's weird uh, it, it's so it's cool though like i put like 10 hours into it from christmas and i don't want to put it down have you believed in the heart of the cards yet dave uh you know i have i have but the thing of it is is just when i thought i had the game beat it completely flips itself on its head and becomes essentially a different game where you have to learn different strategy and the way they do it is cool and it's different and uh, he found me a, a, a gem this year that I, I mean, I was literally playing it and, you know, just before we got on here. So um, inscription, if you've never had a chance to play it and you're into card games and or puzzle games and you can tolerate the card aspect, it's it's an it's an excellent game, actually. So, yeah. So here we are. This is our second year doing an end of the year review. Uh, just to lay it out, you know, we again, we look back at the year, talk about our favorite episodes, look back at some of the games we've played throughout the year. If we want to talk anything about them and talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to next year, maybe some games, maybe some episodes. It's not usually a full length episode. I feel like this time of year, you know, everyone's got stuff going on with their family. People are off and uh, we try not to take up too much of your time. Um you know, when we did this last year, we had only put out 18 episodes. Actually, the, the year in review was our 18th episode because of where we started in the year. And so we're here in 2021. We started out on episode 19 on January 6th, which we talked about Diablo. Um, and we played Diablo since, haven't we? Uh, at least the first, well, most of the second one, but the first and most of the second. Now... I know you're going to give me some smart ass answer, which I'm totally waiting for. But what do you think about Diablo? Like, are you enjoying it? I did while we were playing it. <laughs> I thought you were. Uh, I was expecting something very close to that. Like, well, I played it, didn't I? Um, do you is there things that you don't like about Diablo? You know, the I. I I always thought that you would really, really like Diablo. I, I think that you, because you're a big RuneScape person, and I've known you to play other games that have a grind to them, and the grind is what turns people off to Diablo, so I didn't think that it was going to bother you. And I I don't know, I, I thought that, I just always kind of had a, a, a sense that you might actually really like Diablo. So I guess one thing I didn't like as far as Diablo 1 is concerned and I, I didn't play enough of two i mean but two it didn't seem the way when we were playing it that this was the case i didn't like how once you got to a certain level you literally had to repeat the same things over and over and go back and start over from like basics i don't i mean as 
having just started a new account on RuneScape again, the early game is awful, and having to repeat some of the stuff I've done a hundred times before is really boring. And I don't know, I just feel like when you have to go back, it was nice that you could have the shortcuts and things once I learned about them, but having not known about them at first, it, it just felt like you had to do a lot of a lot of grinding more so than you would in normal game. Like RuneScape, I expect to grind, but when I'm playing something like Diablo, I wasn't expecting that kind of grind. Gotcha. Well, I guess with that being said, what do you think of the transition Diablo 2? Do you kind of understand why all of us fans of the Diablo series hold that game on a pedestal? Yeah, no, it's a definitely, it feels like an entirely different game. I mean, the story is the same, but the leveling aspect, there's so much more that you can do with skilling. Oh, uh, oh, they just, it was kind of overwhelming going from yeah. one to two. We I'm haven't not going to lie. We haven't even touched that stuff because we haven't played through. We're still in the last act of like your first playthrough and we haven't even gotten to where you can actually like end game refine your character and and something really cool they just rebalance the characters it's the first time they've ever rebalanced diablo 2 characters like ever like in it, well let's say like a decade or something like that like it's a big deal that the, what they just did because they're getting ready to do ladders um, to bring the ladder, which was a really big community aspect to Diablo, both the Diablos. Um, and so they, they did some, they did some character rebalancing. I, I don't know the details. I haven't had a chance to look back at it, but, um, I, I love the fact that they're still, and we got the remaster. Um, I, you know, I, I decided to do the remaster which is excellent if you haven't played it it's it's it doesn't reinvent the wheel it just puts a shiny coat of paint on it and i think that that is a, a really good way to um a really good way to approach a remaster and now that top of the fact that they're recognizing that they can rebalance it for competitiveness and actually doing that i think is honestly kind of beautiful but um yeah it's a, it's a really good it was a really good good game we need to finish it so you can go into Diablo three, which I think, I think you might like a little more, mostly because every game has stepped closer to the pace of a modern game, if that makes sense. So, each one's a little bit quicker. Right on. Well, we'll have to finish up two and see how three is for me. Yeah, yeah. So we did Diablo, and the beginning of the year. And now we're here at the end of 2021 with our 70th episode, you know, one year of weekly episodes. So we we did 51 episodes this year because we're a weekly podcast. And that gives us a whole lot more content to look back on and discuss than eight, our 18 of last year. So, Rob, I'm just going to start with you. Um, what was your favorite topic that we did this year? We've done a lot of topics that are really big to me. Uh, I mean, obviously, I loved having my friends on for Super Smash Brothers, uh, hearing them come in for... Uh, uh, just trying to look through the list real quick. Having them also come in for Overwatch, uh, Phoenix Wright, uh, talking about all of that. Just getting to hang out with friends is always a great time, but... 
you know, we talked about Devil May Cry growing up that and still to this day is one of my all time favorite game series and everything. But I think for me, it's one that we did not too long ago solely because it was the topic that I 100 percent am the most knowledgeable among us. It's something that I've spent hours upon hours. Actually, it's sickening to think now that I'm actually putting thoughts into it. I have probably just as much time in that as I do Rocket League <laughs> as a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched countless hours of the show, including I'm rewatching the original series right now. I got back into the trading card game in college after having been into it in all of elementary, middle and high school um, and being, you know, perhaps the most popular franchise in the world. I think we said it is. I'm going to have to say Pokemon, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I still love our little airplane epiphany from that. I, episode. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just one of those thoughts that lives rent free in my head now that there's a freaking plane with Pokemon on it somewhere out there flying. I I, I think one of my absolute favorite things to do as I research for episodes is find the most bizarre things about the games um, and finding out that they make like $4 million or have made $4 million selling deliveries for a Pokemon airplane, which in turn the airlines turn into a whole Pokemon experience. That's just, that's just awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What, you know, what about you, Dave? man it's a hard one you know i back in august when we hit our 52nd our one year anniversary we talked about this and at the time you had said that smash brothers was your favorite and i had said that diablo was mine and it might very well still be i really liked diablo um i really liked like we talked about back then being able to see the original design document and kind of lay out how it changed in time there was something really cool about that but I've also really enjoyed all the time we've had guests on. Uh, you know, I've tried to do that a little more often. It's difficult with scheduling, which I'm going to try to get better at, you know, through the course of this year. But, you know, we've brought your friends on with your episodes. My friends have been on for Ikaruga. Uh, what else? Overwatch? Yes. Yeah, we had Matt on. We had Matt on for Overwatch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there were any others. I swear there are, and we're just waiting. yeah. I, I know, and I'm gonna. Someone's gonna be very mad at me. Phoenix Wright was fun. We had company for Phoenix Wright. Yep, that was Kepper. I always like when I, I'm not the authority at any of this. You know, I I do my research. I can't touch on everything. I try to float over a lot of stuff just to kind of give everyone a roundabout topic and. I try to do a little bit deeper of a dive. You know, I, I feel like a lot of, and I listen to quite a few retro podcasts, but a lot of them talk about their, their, their talk about them. Like I played this when I was young and, and I felt this about this and I felt this about that. So I feel like that kind of podcast is a dime a dozen. And so we try to be a little bit different and that I, I want to teach people about the game and, and, you know, that's why I like to talk about development, because I don't hear about the development cycle on a lot of other games. And I think that's cool are like where the games came from, like um, Pokemon was what his the bugs, the bugs on a stick or, or, or something like that, wasn't it? 
some um, bug, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, I love that stuff. I, I I like I like the fact that we find weird stuff about video games for people to to learn about. Um but it always tickles tickles my my fancy when someone can get on and just steamroll me with their knowledge over something. I think that's beautiful too and always a lot of fun. So the episodes when your friends bring their expertise is always always cool. Absolutely. And you know, it, it'll definitely help as we grow to know other people who are experts, be able to hear and talk about your favorite game. It is always more fun when you get to talk about something that you're passionate about. Which to be fair, we get to do day and day or week in, week out. So um that we do. But that, it's nice to extend that to other people. Which people are welcome. You ever want to come on, hit me up, let me know. Email, Discord. There are many ways to find me. Which, uh, at the end of this episode, you hear. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I, a lot of a lot of great ones. Also, we got to play a lot of really cool games. You know, I got to play through Metroid um, again, Super Mario RPG again. Got to play Chrono Trigger again. Um, ODST. This was my first time ever playing ODST. So that was super cool. Uh, went back to the old Prince of Persia. Uh, Parappa the Rapper was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we just we got to do a whole lot of cool stuff. And I mean, even same as myself, you know, I got to learn about a lot of very cool games as well. Uh, Journey, phenomenal game. Descent, not as phenomenal, but still great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Journey you know, is an excellent game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Got to I finally got to play Metroid River City Ransom, oh, yeah. Black Pig Contra. Yep. Uh, got Duke Nukem 3D to play for the first time. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, it was interesting. It was interesting for sure, but uh, it was nice being able to expand and play games that I'd heard so much about and knew growing up that they existed and just maybe watched other people play them. I never got to myself. It was really enjoyable to go back and see a lot of these games and see kind of how they shaped what gaming is today true because they do all have an impact even if it's not the largest it might just be that they didn't want to repeat it much like et but right. uh, they all had an impact yeah et should be a a case study for how not to make a video game in three or five weeks um, i mean but to be fair three to five weeks well also to be fair they have like 24 and 48 hour game jams nowadays where people make better video games than uh et so yeah i know so i guess i was trying to be a little nice to the creator you know (laughs) hey he also made look he made et but he also made the best-selling game for atari 2600 too so it goes both ways he knows it we know it we're all good we're all good we're all good you're right you're right you're right so well uh we played a lot of uh, classic games for this podcast but we had a chance to do a lot of, of gaming aside from that what was your gaming highlight for 2021? Ooh. I know. Well, I'll tell you. I'll start out by telling you mine. That, that'll give you a moment to think about it. So, um, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm so glad I picked that up. It was an excellent game. It's probably the top of my PS4 exclusive titles list. Uh, the aesthetic was gorgeous. It, it The gameplay was tight. The story was amazing. Uh, if you've never played Ghost of Tsushima, I would highly recommend it. 
that definitely made the top of my list this year. So it's not even a question for me, realistically. See, for me, it's difficult because I didn't play a lot of brand new games. Obviously, Farming Sim 22 and Battlefield 2042. Uh, but... I played so many of these games that I've never gotten to play before. Yeah. And at the same time, I played a lot of games that I've been playing for a long time and enjoyed the hell out of those too. Yeah. True. I mean, it was, like I said before, it was definitely kind of great for me to be able to experience all of these older games. As far as the games I've been playing, uh, I'm excited to say that I I'm getting better at rocket league again, and I'm consistently diamond two now, which is great. Both my twos and threes are up there, so woohoo. Um, and you know, I I started a lot of games that I plan on going and finishing, and just got to sit down and do them. You know, I I haven't had uh, a lot of things that I didn't like this year, and I know we're probably going to get to that next. But I a lot of the games I played, I want to continue playing. I didn't have anything that I just flat out said this sucks, which surprising because i've definitely had some games like that oh yeah well then let's talk about that was there any game disappointment something that you were like super excited for and you finally got it and it was like meh this is okay see i don't really have a lot that i get excited for for games in that aspect like Battlefield 2042, it lived up to the expectations because it was better than the previous Battlefields. Uh, and I'm not going to try comparing it to 2142 because it's not that futuristic. I'm not going to compare it to 1942 because that's such a historic game. Um, and they've both, it's been improvements on both of them. Um, farming Sim is Farming Sim. It's got a lot of improvements. It's great. Uh, the old games, I, you know. I knew the ones that were great were great for a reason, and the ones that I didn't know about, I probably didn't know about for a reason. Um, I guess I, I'm i really trying to think hard about something that was just like, this really sucks, or I'm not impressed about this with gaming this year, and I I really can't think of it. I mean, well, it's, that, it's just, for me good. at least, it's been, it's been a high year. I mean, I got to experience these new games, and even in virtual reality, you know, I recently got into that and it's, it's just a whole new world of gaming. Very true. Very true. What about I, yourself though? What were you disappointed by? Cause I, I'm sure you found something. Yeah. I mean, I honestly also don't have a whole lot. I avoid stuff I don't like, but um, I honestly would have to say battlefield is one of mine. I, I like battlefield. We've talked about it. I've played it since accidentally finding the first one on a shelf at target somewhere. And you know, I've always loved it. Our dad has been into it. And then it ended up being one of your series, favorite series. So, you know, for the longest time, that was a game that we, I mean, there were years that we bought it for one another so we could play with one another, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so with every subsequent entry, I, I get excited to get that feeling again, but I haven't had it for a few entries now. And this year is honestly no different. Um, it's just not, it's just not what I want it to be. And that, and that's okay. I'm not going to crap on it beyond that because I think that there's something for everybody. And clearly there are people like yourself that like it, but um, it's just not my style. And I, I will say that it's probably my disappointment for the year. So, I mean, also to be fair, have you played it since the demo? 
No, I have not played it for the demo. So you haven't played any of the new game modes or any of the improvements they've made since that? No, but that should be a, that should be a really good thing that when, when you don't lead with your best foot forward, this is what happens. But also keep in mind that in the past, we were dealing with a lot less content at the time for us to be able to play. I didn't have a PC when most of these games were coming out, so we were exclusively playing together on Xbox. So the choices were much more limited in what we could do together. Yeah, that's true. So it's just a little unfair to consider that when you think that we have so much more to compare against now. And the fact that it still is on your radar is a huge positive. Yeah, that's very true. It's only on my radar, though, because it's on your radar. I, If you didn't enjoy it when played, I wouldn't be bothered with it at all. So, But you brought up a really good point. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that this week I got to play The Ascent. And I played it cross-platform because my best friend who I played it with is an Xbox Series X gamer. And, I, you know, I'm a primarily a PC gamer. And so we got to play it cross-platform, him on Xbox, me on PC, you know, doing Xbox Party Chat cross-platform. And I know I've said it before, but I'm never not in awe of the fact that we've gotten to this point, that that we could do that and be playing the same game, the same quality, that's arguable, um, on two different consoles, basically. It's, it's honestly... Gamers that are coming up in this are like have no idea how probably take it for granted. It's amazing, really. It's 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 absolutely amazing that we can do that. Um, And I think it's super cool. Super, super duper cool. So, yeah, absolutely. When you consider how it was, even for when I was a a child, when I was young enough to remember when consoles were first being released, um, even more so for you, it's just it's an entirely different world for video games and. It's it's wonderful thing to see that something we were so passionate about from such a young age has just taken over so much of society and still is such a huge part. Oh, bigger part. I mean, I think media wise, it's it's probably the biggest form of media. Um, I could be wrong on that, but that's. Oh, I mean, yes. Also, to be fair, never as children would we think we could get paid to be good at video games. Very true. That's so maybe true. card games we knew at the time, but video games, ha, huh, yeah, right. Those just yeah. rot your brain. Yeah, true enough. All right, well, that's kind of what I have for looking back on the year. And before I move forward, is there anything else from last year that you would kind of like to touch base on? Um, you know, it's been a trying year, but we're here. Yep, and we're gonna keep moving forward. And it's exciting to see what the future holds for us, not only as as video gamers, as podcasters in life. You know, it's hey, I got to come home in 2021. So, woo. Exactly. And who knows what 2022 will bring? And Mm. we're not going to say it's 2022. Yeah, I know. This is not 2020 as well. This is a new year. And we're we're going to start with our best foot forward. We are going to start with our best foot forward. So let's talk about next year. Uh, let's do it dave what do we got planned well we have a lot of stuff planned some really cool stuff so okay cool because i didn't know yeah (laughs) you're a very busy person okay yeah sure let's go with that yeah you're a very busy person i um i got a little bit of input from you and i worked i worked things in i worked things in but you know me i'm a planner 
I I need to be able to write ahead of time. I, I need to be able to plan ahead of time. Uh, which really just means I have the episode planned and then we end up writing it right before we record a type deal. But you know, we're going to be better this year. Um, So yes, I have most of next year, excuse me, mapped out. With that being said, I'm not going to hold myself as much to it as I did this year, because one of the things I really wanted to do this year um, was when we were talking about things, I did a whole lot of, I want to talk about that later date. I want to talk about that later date. Uh, I, I, w- I would like to talk more about this in a different episode. And because I really just planned everything out and designed all the artwork and, and everything, I never really gave a space to add those kinds of things, you know? So I gave us a little bit of flexibility, but with that being said, there are still a lot of really cool things that I have planned, planned throughout the year um, that, Hey, now you get to find out about. So uh, coming up in January, one of my favorite all time games, Castlevania symphony of the night turns 25. So we'll, we'll do an episode on symphony of the night to celebrate its 25th anniversary. Rob, have you ever played symphony of the night? I've never played Castlevania in general. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Get it out. Wow. Hey, you have it though. Didn't I tell you to buy it like that switch pack of the original classics when it was super cheap and you did? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. I do have it. Yes. I will be able to play it. Well, I don't think you have Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night is on. I'll find out where it is. Uh, do you like Metroidvania games though? The jury... I have not played enough of them to say because Metroid. Prime was my first, and then Metroid was my second. Mm, and Metroid gotcha. was this year. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, give me Sim- some time. Yeah, Cynthia Knight is one of my fa- uh, favorite all-time games. It's a very, it's an excellent Metroidvania, and a good game in general. And um, and I love it. And it turns twenty-five this year, so we're gonna do that one. Uh, the Metal Gear series turns thirty-five, so we'll celebrate that anniversary. Street Fighter also turns 35, as does Final Fantasy. Ooh. Right? Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy's a December episode, though, so that'll come at the end of the year. That's because it turns 35 in December. Metal Gear and Street Fighter are the middle of the year somewhere. Um, Super Mario Kart turns 30. I know we kind of a little bit touched base in Super Mario Kart in one of our first episodes when we were trying to figure out the formatting, but we never did a, a specific episode like we do nowadays on it. So we'll celebrate Mario Kart's 30th anniversary. The Fallout series turns 25. And one of our, I know it's both one of both of our favorite series, Assassin's Creed, turns 15 this year. So. Oh. So we'll go and look back at at the Assassin's Creed. We've kind of talked about that. We've kind of talked about that before um, because we we talked a little bit about its origins in the Prince of Persia episode. So I alluded to that and we're going to get to cover. We're going to cover it again. So um, it came out 15 years ago. Yeah, the original one came out 15 years ago. Yes. Just wait. I'll think it's better from here. Final Fantasy 35. What the hell? (laughs) Symphony of the Night. I remember being a teenager and loving Symphony of the Night. And here we go. It's 25 years. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, Um, I got a bunch of console episodes planned. You know, this year, I think we only did. uh, We only did one, which was the Dreamcast, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So coming up throughout the year, I have some plans. 
we're going to look at a Japanese only console called the, well, it's a, it's a Super Nintendo peripheral, but it's called the Satellaview. It was the first, uh, like satellite video game deal. Um, and a lot of, a lot of our series that we know of distributed video games exclusively through that, that we can't get elsewhere. Like there are, there's a whole legend of Zelda series, um, that's only available was only available through that. We'll talk about, for instance, uh, we just got into VR this year. So I thought it'd be goofy to do a virtual boy episode. Uh, I'm sorry, but you know, we'll talk about that and the disaster it is. Uh, recently I said I wanted to look at the first generation of uh, video game consoles. And so we'll do that starting with the very first video game console ever made, which was the Magnavox Odyssey. Uh, we're going to look at a relatively unknown handheld called the Sega Nomad. Uh, we're going to look at the first console to ever use exchangeable cartridges called the Fairchild Channel F. And we've touched base on it, so I, I finally did an episode on the Nintendo 64 DD, the disk drive. Um, aside from that, mm. aside from that... Dave, uh, you know, of that entire list, yeah, I, I only knew two of them, and one of them only because we talked about it on a previous episode. Which is the DD? Yeah, that would be the DD. Yeah, and, you know and the I virtual, knew about the Virtual Boy, yeah, But the Virtual Boy, yeah. But yeah, nothing else. So, hey, looking forward to learning some stuff this year. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, topical. We got some topic stuff. Uh, we'll, we are doing an episode on the worst video, the worst Mario game of all time, which what the game that's universally known to be the worst Mario game of all time. Uh, we're going to look at the game that literally defines the real time strategy genre. Uh, I have planned an episode on the company that is the biggest seller of unlicensed video games for the Nintendo. And we'll talk about their fight with Nintendo and the lockout chip in the Nintendo cartridges. Um, and at one point this year, we're going to talk about an excellent video game, very well known and loved RPG that despite that still managed to bankrupt its development studio. So got some, some fun episodes and that's really only about a quarter of the planned episodes. I mean, there's a lot more, you know, we'll, we'll end up with, you know, another 50 some, um, but that's a little taste of what we've got planned for the next year. Definitely, definitely a lot of stuff to learn. Um, definitely a lot of stuff to learn. Some some kind of cool stuff uh, tagged in there. So, heck yeah, yeah. So Nito, we we got a whole nother we got a whole whole nother um, whole nother stuff. Um, I don't know. There's some there's some fun stuff in there for next year. So anyway, that's that's it. Um, what about games we're looking forward to moving? I, I, I know that's not usually your thing, but off the top of your head, are there any video games that um, you're kind of excited for coming out in the next year? Well, thanks to your list, I was able to uh, to remember a couple of them that I yeah. completely forgotten about. Um, cause you're right. I, I have a very bad time of keeping up with what's coming out in, in the year. And, uh, I, I just, I forget things, I know. Um, but I would definitely say I am most excited for Elden Ring. Yep. I love the Dark Souls series and I played a lot of time with Damon in three. 
uh, and having a new game in the series. I'm really excited to see what they did with it and how it is. Um, but then the second one, uh, it's actually very close to first. And it, the only reason that I do like the other one more is because there's just so many of these that I haven't played yet. But Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with Brilliant and uh, in, in Shining having just come out, I haven't even gotten those yet. So the thought of another one already being out next year and still having two that I haven't gotten is a little overwhelming. But, yeah. you know, I'll get there because I am one of those people. True, true statement. Uh, what well, about yourself? So I'm looking forward to a new Horizon in this horizon you know zero dawn in the series this one will be forbidden west Ooh. i'm a big battle or borderlands fan so T- tiny tina's wonderland will probably appeal to me yeah. and i'm looking forward to uh you know i'm an absolute sucker for space games and bethesda's jumping into the mix with starfield and so i am excited for what i'm hoping is a space skyrim <laughs> <laughs> which would be awesome i know i know well and then we got some rob we got some video game films to look forward to this year uh Ooh. or not look forward to depending on your definition like uh we just got a trailer dropped for uncharted um the movie which comes out february 18th i think uh we get a sonic the hedgehog sequel and then uh hell will freeze over when we get a live mario uh you know with chris pratt doing the voice of mario so yeah we uh we shall <laughs> see how that that's, goes that's like december 20 something so that that we got a whole year before that happens so live live up live up 2022 and then i did see i don't know if you've had a chance to see it before but i saw i stumbled across for the first time the live action trailer or the the trailer for the live action halo series that they're going to be doing on paramount and oh. um i i'm stoked i i I mean, I know it can go sideways, but goddamn, does it look awesome? So I actually did not know that was a thing. So that's oh, actually yes. pretty exciting. Yes, go look at it. And it... I think I did just get Paramount because Mom wanted it, and I was able to get the. Uh, yeah. Finally, I still have to see the stupid uh, post-COVID episode of South Park. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for a. I'm excited for a, a live Halo series. So that'll be sweet. Anything else? Anything else we're looking forward to? Uh, just looking forward to it being a better year. Yeah, you know? true, true statement. Um, true. I hope everyone continues to remain happy and healthy and staying positive, looking towards a new day because there's a new day. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to rush through the plugs because I don't feel the need to 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 dig them in. Uh, you know, if you want to learn more about our, our podcast, us, other episodes, um, or find a place to, you know, support us through Patreon or Discord, you can do so on our website at www.memorycardlane.com. Really simple. Just remember Memory Card Lane. Uh, you can find that on, you know, Twitter. We're in Reddit. We're on Facebook. Um, and we have the website. Uh, my suggestion is come join us on Discord because if you're here on Discord, we're always playing video games there with our friends. We'd love to have you. Um, just come visit www.memorycardlane.com. You can also find our social media plugs. I'm David is wrong. Rob, what do you got going on social media? I will be found on twitch.tv forward slash F-A-T-B-O-I-R-I-P-Z. All right. Well, uh, 
this is about the time in the episode normally where with each episode we try to do a recap and see what we learned. Rob, did you learn anything today? Uh, you, you learned there was a Halo Live series. That I did. Yes, I learned there was a Halo Live series. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So there we go. We taught we taught you something. Hopefully, hopefully some of you out there uh, learned at least something about I don't know. Maybe you never heard of Inscription before, or the Halo Live series. So maybe a little thing like that, a little little treat for you today. So, Rob, go ahead, take the stage for your moment. What's my moment? We just want to say thank you. Oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, it's It's been a wonderful year. Uh, 70 episodes. Never thought that I'd get to the point saying that. Uh, and, you know, it means the world to us that you're all listening. Uh, we don't hear from you nearly enough, but that's okay. Being someone who struggles with reaching out, I get it. It's still nice to know that there's people out there enjoying what we do and hopefully bringing a little knowledge to you, maybe hitting you right in the feels once in a blue moon. But we're going to continue doing it as long as we can, as long as we find it enjoyable, and we hope that you continue for the same amount of time. So thank you all. True statement. All right. Well, I'm going to take it out of there. So next week we're going to be turning it up to 11 as we look back at the early history of musical acts and video games. Starting with Journey Escape in 1982, we'll be looking at a number of video game titles throughout the 80s and 90s starring famous musicians or musical groups. Aside from Journey, we'll be including games starring Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson, Aerosmith, the Wu-Tang Clan, and more. Bet you didn't know all those guys had uh, video games, did you? Uh, No, I did not actually. (laughs) There's more. There's some... you're going to learn some stuff next week. I learned some stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited because there's some really kind of weird stuff uh, in, in this category. So anyway, uh, join us again next week as we take the center stage on a musical trip down memory card lane. Do the thing. Do-do-ba, do-ba, beep-ba.